radiating from the Lone Star State and stretching from coast to coast and border to border. This is On Radio, the weekly download from your family of companies, CMS Wireless, Entertech, ET Tower, Legacy, and Mountain Wireless. Welcome to On Radio. Hey, welcome back, Kevin and Justin. We are talking Road Warrior stuff with On Radio, the wireless industry's way to tune in to what's happening. So, um, other than uh, other, what 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 guidance? I mean, you've you've told them that they should call ahead. Uh, shouldn't they also like have the FSC do a little bit of that work if they're having trouble finding a hotel? I mean, I've been in places where you got a town of two thousand people. And the county fair is there that week. And yeah, the nearest hotel is like 74 miles away. That happens out west. Out down there, Kevin? It it does, Jim. That's a great point. And something I was going to touch on was the the a lot of people are using the Airbnbs now because they can't find a hotel. Uh they'll they'll use an Airbnb instead, get online, book it, book an Airbnb with a couple of guys, and and sometimes it works out even cheaper that way. Uh, to to find something yeah. like that, yeah, I def I definitely could agree, Kevin, that the VRBOs and the Airbnbs yep. is really successful. But to Jim's point with the FSC, like we all do better when we pre-plan, right? We all are more successful, we're more prepared, and if we're looking in time, looking at county fairs, we're looking at festivals and rodeos and everything in these smaller towns because a lot of times <laughs> you're hosed, and yeah. so like the moment that you get awarded the job in certain locations it's advantageous to go ahead and pick up that phone and look start looking as soon as possible month out even we've yeah. we've gone that far in advance on certain projects right we, we don't always have that convenience but on certain projects you're looking 30 even 45 days before your boots on the ground just to avoid that and yeah. then you know if you don't have that luxury you don't always have the time and so you're leveraging the fsc to help yeah you know, move heaven and earth to be able to find your room is an extremely like great tool in the toolbox. Well, and if you're a crew lead, isn't it true that that's the, one of the ways you better be taking care of your crew. If you want a happy crew, oh, get yeah. a decent place to stay, get them uh, in, in, in the neighborhood of a, of a reasonable meal that, that is not, that, that is, yeah, that is, has not got critters walking on it. <laughs> I, I, so, I'll tell you, Jim, Something successful to, to, to Kevin's point with the VRBOs and the Airbnbs of the world. I have had better crew morale boost utilizing those because I like to cook and being on the road, cooking the team dinner, team breakfast, packing even their lunches before we all go to the grocery store together. We pull our money and we say, what do we want to eat this week? We go through and we da, 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 this is it. Here's breakfast. Here's lunch. Here's dinner. Get it all packaged up. And then if we're at a VRBO, you got all the luxuries of an oven and everything like that. So we would make everything. Yeah. And it it made everybody so much more just tip-top shape, right? And that was simple, low-hanging, cheaper too, right? It's way cheaper to pull your money and buy groceries than it is to to go out to a steakhouse every freaking night or 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 junk food junk food every night because that's never good. Yeah. So and grilling a hamburger is way, way better than McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. But nice transition into food. We're gonna talk about food. Because um a lot of times in our industry we're known for convenience store diets. And that's not that's not really a diet. It's kind of an existence. 
So <laughs> what, what are the foods that you like other than McDonald's, Burger King, all that, all that stuff that's going to make you look like a pear instead of like an anvil? Kevin, you want to go first? Sure. Um, something we've got down here in the South. I know you're, you're criticizing gas stations, but we have Wawa's and we have Bucky's, which I think you guys may have some Bucky's. I'm not sure how far out of Texas they go, but a, a lot of my guys down here are, are stopping at, at our Wawa gas stations and the Bucky's and the food you can, can get it at either place uh, can be healthy. Um, obviously, like you said, the, yeah. the McDonald's and the Burger King sometimes are your only choice. But now that we have Airbnbs and VRBOs, you can run to Walmart or any grocery store, Publix, anything, pick up food and, and cook food for your team, which, again, Justin yeah. hit the nail on the head. The morale is much better. If these guys are getting a, a somewhat of a home-cooked meal, I guarantee you that they are happier and will work harder for you the next day. Would, would sure. you trust Justin to make your dinner? I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, Jim, in the, the, the short amount of time I've spent with Justin, I trust him a lot. <laughs> I, I, I put on a pretty good show every once in a while, you know, a little distraction uh, over here and, yeah. you know, one of those. <laughs> and then feed him like uh, virtual burgers or what do they call them? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I contribute. Aaron Duvall, I know Aaron Duvall is listening. That man and me would make a lot of food together. And we still do. We've, we've done Christmas parties and we've done other parties and we've done a lot of food together. And, and, and that was half the fun, right? Yeah. When you're driving down the road, what better is it like, what do you guys want to eat tonight? That sounds like mm. a great idea. That's a way better distraction to talk about what you want to eat than how cold it is or how hot it is or how rainy it is or snowy. When you start talking about food and everybody's like, yeah, man, let's, let's do hobo dinners. Hobo dinners, man. What's a hobo dinner, man? That's 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 tin foil, carrots, potatoes, onions, olive oil, sea salt. You package all that up, put it on a grill, let her let her bake, pull it out, and it's it's easy, man. It's great and it's cheap and it's fun. It's tasty, and I mean, it's not like we were baking bread or anything yeah. like that. I mean, like we're doing practical meals here. Exactly. Like I don't think anybody ever was like, let's do an egg souffle. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, no, we're not doing egg soufflés. Well, but. wait a minute now. So I've been on the road with some guys who says that my wife's beef stroganoff is way better than your wife's beef stroganoff. And well, those are fighting words, man. We're not going to make them side by side, but the person who's cooking that night, they better deliver. Oh, I, I, that is a true statement. Like yeah. if you pony up and you're going to be like, Hey, I got dinner tonight. And you suck at cooking. Yeah, I'm sorry. You you're gonna reap the wrath, man. Go like, suck I, somewhere else. Yeah, it's like this ain't this ain't the no no no. So if you don't know how to cook, you can learn, right? You can learn how to cook. Cooking's not yeah. hard. Learn, but if you don't know how to cook, it's just like work, right? If you don't know how to do something, don't say you know how to do yeah. it. Don't be a fool, because everybody's just gonna yeah. they're just gonna jam you up, man. So just. Like, be practical and be like, hey, I know how to make mac and cheese. All right, yeah. buddy. Well, you're not cooking tonight. So, next. You this know. dude made Malto meal for dinner. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, there's a big controversy in the tower industry, and I want you guys to settle it for me. Should we, as an industry, eat at taco trucks? Ha! I've never heard that as being a, a massive conflict. Massive I never conflict. see a taco. I, I never get to see taco trucks. Where I worked, 
if you saw a taco truck, you were either on the border or you're in the downtown area. You weren't out in the middle, unless you're, I don't know, there's some oil field, but those taco trucks were phenomenal, man. There was like <laughs> the greatest taco. It wasn't even a taco truck. It was like pig Latin, like barbecue and different <laughs> things like that. Like it was awesome. And it had like 75 trucks lined up. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I, I, I you're going to, you guys are going to bust my chops for this one, but there's these man camps in West Texas that oh, you yeah. have to be able to work in the big oil fields and they'll bring in the trucks. So people have variety in what they get to eat. And exactly. so it, in my opinion, Jim, to answer that question, it's all about perspective and context to the location. If, <laughs> if you're out in the middle of the sticks and you got 75 trucks or you got a, a lot of people lined up, that seems like a safe bet. If yeah. you're downtown in a city area and that truck has more rust than the, you know, something out the look, I don't go to that one. I, I don't, I don't, I don't eat the gizzard, man. I don't eat the gizzard. Yeah. So. Kevin, do you guys have taco trucks down there? We do. We have tons of them. Most of them uh, with Puerto Rican influence, a lot of Puerto Rican influence in this oh, area. Wow. So, so our, our taco that trucks are, are talk. Oh my God, Jim. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So again, I, the, the controversy you're talking about, everybody here is going to those trucks. No, nobody is not going to those trucks. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal down here. All right. So we're dialing down the controversy and saying, hey, look and get a feel for the environment that the taco truck is located or the or the uh, food truck is located and, and then make a decision based upon, you know, if there's 74 cars there, it's probably a good deal. If there's 74 trucks there, it's a great deal. <laughs> truth. All right? Yes. Okay. That's true. Truth. Yes. All right. So how about eating healthy when you're on the road? I personally, I love, well, I, I don't even, I, I try not to go to restaurants anymore because I sit down and I'm like, well, let's see what's on the menu. Well, I like steak and that's, I mean, and I like potatoes and then my, my, my backside blossoms to way too wide. And so I'll go to a grocery store and I'll actually, I don't want to say this in front of tire guys, but I'll actually buy a salad or I'll get some sushi or I'll get, I mean, if, uh, if, I mean, we go to Safeway out here or any one of the Kroger chain and they're usually, you know, little dude chopping safe sushi back there. I kind of like that. It's a little bit healthier. Never see too many really chubby folks from japan so uh i mean that's a, a healthier way to eat what do you guys do so are you in my laughing opinion, at me no he's, he's mocking me wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> so resources is always the the key right like i've worked in so many places where you didn't have a lot of options and like it was a fast food grocery store and i go to the grocery store i i was like you jim in a sense on the road, like I tried to always go to grocery stores because A, it was it was cheaper and it was a destination kind of thing. Like we always planned it as a crew. We made the goals like, hey, where's the nearest grocery store for us as we come into the city tonight? That yeah. way, everybody had their mindset on what we were going to eat. Like I said, like when we were driving in the truck, we were all talking about what we're going to cook, where we're going <laughs> to eat, how we're going to do it. And and so then when you get there and and, you know, if a guy goes down to the frozen food section and just buys a bunch of like frozen dinners and everything, like we were like, well, that doesn't, oh. that, that, that doesn't sound good. It doesn't look Bad good. mojo. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You're no. fired as a cook. <laughs> like I, I'm huge on vegetables. I'm huge on fruit. Like you could do so many things with vegetables and olive oil and salt and pepper. It's, it's just so easy. You don't need 
to worry about butter then because butter has to stay cold. You buy olive oil, you buy salt, you buy pepper, you buy some, uh, like peppers and stuff like that. And then, then you just have to keep the, you know, the vegetable side somewhat yeah. dry and cool. You don't have to worry about ice and loading up on ice because every time you go somewhere, you're worried about keeping everything fresh. Yeah. Well, buy things that have long shelf life. And you, know, you don't mean top ramen, right? No, I don't mean top ramen. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> but like top ramen, because you leave that and even the rats won't eat it, you know, in your <laughs> hotel room, in your nice hotel room. <laughs> but like vegetables are huge. I, I mean, we were all huge chicken eaters. I mean, that was just what we did. We ate a lot of chicken. Now it was always fresh chicken. That was the thing. Like we would always go buy it that day, cook it because we didn't want to worry about keeping it, you know, preserved. Now, if we were staying at a hotel, had a refrigerator, all that jazz. Yeah, sure. You load up a little bit more, but yeah, when you're VRBO. moving, yeah, the VRB. Now when you're moving, that's the hardest one, right? Like we all had the hardest time when you got that 10 plus drive, 10 hour plus drive, and you were trying to figure out and what the heck are we going to eat? So I deferred to pretzels, beef jerky, and fruit. Those are the three primary things that I would eat on the road. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some guys that are listening right now. They're going, Miller, you ate Pringles. You ate Reese's Pieces. (laughs) You ate Red. I mean, like all that stuff. So don't get me wrong. We all did. I cheated. But at the same time, like I climbed every single day of my life when I was out on the road. And so like I I earned my Reese's pieces, y'all, yeah. and I earned my sour cream <laughs> chips, man. Don't don't you take that from me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of potato chips, Kevin, I mean, up uh, in the West, you got Lay's potato chips, and you got maybe Tim's Cascade and some. But what do you have down south that's like like the staple munchy food? For me, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it. We have a brand called Zaps, uh, which is out of New Orleans. It's it's a Cajun Zaps. chip. They do it in uh, oh, wow. uh, like Cajun craw taters and voodoo and stuff like that. Those are hard <laughs> to find. Oh my, Jim! I can't even pronounce that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you, Jim. They they make some of the the best chips that I've ever had. I'm sure there's some awesome stuff out there in your neck of the woods, but down here they're hard to find. You don't find them at the your big chain. You know, gas stations, they're found more in the, the one-off gas stations. But man, oh man, if you can find them, you load up on them and, and beef jerky. It's hard to go wrong with a, a beef and cheddar stick and a bag of zaps. That's where it's yeah. at. There you go. Well, folks, I want to thank you for tuning in to On Radio again. We've been blessed to have two of the guys who spent a long time on the road give you some wisdom. And as we say every day at On Radio, hey, let's all choose safety today. Thanks, fellas. This is Jim, and I am out.